powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. It's March Madness at Sports Interaction. NHL, NBA, March Madness, MLB, and so much more. It's bananas. Play Pinata Picks and Minute Madness. Exclusive games with insane odds you can't play anywhere else. Make your next bet with Sports Interaction. Download the app in Toronto using the QR code you see at the bottom of the screen or head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn to get started. 19 and older, please play responsibly. Ooh-wee. Armand, we are live here on Game Over Toronto. Welcome everyone for, for join and thank you for joining us. Uh, my name is Harnish and I'm joined alongside my constant co-host Armand and we're here live after the Leafs took on the Carolina Hurricanes at home on St. Paddy's Day. St. Paddy's. Yes. <laughs> the Leafs, or should I say the St. Pats, uh, got to don the uh, the green and white. And I Do you like those jerseys? I love them. I'm I, so jersey. I I'm so jealous too. I don't I've have seen, the jersey. I know. I've seen people say they don't like them, and I I don't get it. I love them. I, it's fantastic. The green but it, just pops. I don't know if I can justify buying that jersey for one day out of the year that's my that's my I mean, I've, got, I've got that jersey which i don't one? know if you can see it on the stream the uh the reversible oh okay you wear that more than once a, a, a year i know don't even give me nice. that i would wear the st pats more than once a year too. all right well, we'll see well let me finish my intro man yeah, right. <laughs> and uh hey the green may have luck it may have uh the luck may have rubbed off on the on the leafs the leafs beat the carolina hurricanes Five to two, insane, and they opened up the scoring um, with none other than Zach Aston Reese. Armand, we have a ton of players that contributed to the offense. Matthews, Marner, they netted one. Riley continued his form; he got another. But Czar, Czar got two tonight, and I think we have to start off with him because he opened up the scoring tonight with a, a, a tip-in by a Gustafson shot, and later in the second, he put us up 4-2, getting a great saucer pass by Lafferty. Um, but what, what were your thoughts on, on Zart tonight? Yeah, I mean, it's nice to get secondary scoring. I mean, you don't really expect that out of Zach Ashton Reese. I think it was his fourth multi-goal game in his career and his first since October 2019. Mm-hmm. So... Not exactly common for us to be on uh, Zach Astonry's Hattie watch, but uh, yeah, I thought the bottom six really stepped up today. You know, the, even La- Lafferty's been like struggling as of late, at least the last two games. But uh, that saucer pass to to Zach Astonry's on the fourth goal was pretty damn nice. Um, it's nice to see Gustafson also get a point uh, on the first Zach Astonry's goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, our depth's going to be tested, especially with the Achari potential injury. Uh, we'll hopefully talk about that later. it was just precautionary. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just great to see some depth scoring. And Zach has to reset a great game. Yeah, uh, I think that was that's you hit the money on that. Seeing the depth get get uh, involved in the play and contributing offens- offensively was great. Gustafson, you mentioned he had that point there, but he also had a great chance a couple of minutes later on that uh in, the, in that first as well he could have netted himself a, a goal himself but um i do want to point out like czar um on that first goal he 
did it, he did contribute quite a bit to that. I mean, he used his frame to box out a Carolina defender, and that got him into position to get that tip on right. And um, you mentioned Lafferty. I mean, he had a fantastic play. I think it was. Uh, I think he caught them on a line change, um, and that's what allowed him to to get that. Uh, yeah, it was uh, to get that going. Uh, Nakash overskated the puck, and yeah, Lafferty picked it up, and it was a two on one. And yeah, just a great feed, perfect timing. Uh, right on the stick. It was. A, I think both goals that Zach Aston Reese got were pretty like high danger chance. Like it would be hard to mess those up. Obviously, mm-hmm. the tip is pretty skillful. I don't know if it was entirely intentional, but uh, yeah, like it, they're high danger chances. So glad to see he finally, you know, capitalized. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But another player, let's talk about Matthews before we we get to Riley because um, Matthews got a goal tonight. Um, and it was funny because it, it was off of his knee, right? It was a Tavares, knee, yeah. yeah, Tavares uh, shot that got deflected off of Pesci and then off of Matthews' knee as well, right? Um, but despite that, he was looking smooth and fluid tonight. I think that was that's kind of the word for tonight for him was just fluidity. Um, yeah, the way he's been skating and the the way he's he's moving the puck, uh, making plays, it really seems like he's feeling himself and f- feeling like himself again right it looks like probably the first time this this entire season right um so it's good to see him back on a roll and and hopefully the injury troubles are behind him but what were your thoughts on on seeing matthews getting going again tonight yeah he's been fantastic recently he's got four four goals in his last five games Mm -hmm. uh or four you know in four of the last five he scored at least one Mm -hmm. um he's putting up a ton of shots recently and, you know, there was the the piece that The Athletic wrote about, uh, you know, his injury early on in the season. And it seems like that's, you know, past this point. And it's just good to see him ramping up now, you know, heading into the playoffs. There's only like 15 games left. So I'd rather he uh, slump early. And so it's just, uh, you know, uh, yeah, he looked excellent. I have no, I have no worries about him. Yeah. You know, it's it's Austin Matthews. Exactly, exactly. But seeing him getting going was is is nice too, right? Because um, like we mentioned, he has been pretty snake bitten in terms of injuries, right? So finally seeing him out there and and playing to his potential is fantastic. See another player who also seems to have been uh hitting his groove and i've seen chow a lot of people are telling us to talk about the ref and trust me we <laughs> will be getting to that very shortly but let's talk about the positives on a on a win right um riley riley got his uh second uh his second goal in two games so back-to-back games with a goal and um it was a fantastic shot I, I mean you tweeted about it saying that uh with a shot like that you're surprised that he hasn't hit the back of the net more often right um yeah I was, but... I was surprised that it took until january to get his first goal i mean like <laughs> he slumped early but like holy that was a snipe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he, he had that matthews he had matthews right shot. beside him too he could have easily um or it was a contested like pass, but he could have tried to get that uh, to get that pass off to Matthews, right? But instead, um, seeing him uh, confident in his own shot was fantastic, right? You want to yeah. see a, a guy that's that's gone like twenty goals um, in previous season, right? Um, yeah, be confident uh, heading into the playoffs, and we've been chirping about our defensive, uh, our defense getting some offense going, and um, Riley has been hitting that mark recently. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it's nice to see, uh, you know, two goals very heavily contributed by defensemen with uh, Gustafsson's first goal. I mean, the assist uh, on the first goal as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, all right, definitely needed 
generate from defense. Yeah. Now let's talk about the topic that everyone's here to see. Everyone in chat, there's a Noodle75, uh, Paul Stripe, a ton of people talking about the refs, uh, the ref and situation in this game. Let's break it down a little bit. So um, late in the Fucking first awful. period, yeah, <laughs> no Lachari and Pugliarvi collide, right? Achari's reeling on the ground for a bit and um, uh, the, the play had to get uh, get or the whistle had to be be called and, and the play had to had to end, right? And Pulley Arvey, to his credit, he was quick to go over and make sure that Achari was okay. Now in the It was replay, clearly unintentional. Yeah, yeah, in the replay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. But in the replay, we see that Pulley Arvey, um he clearly sees Achari coming, right? And he raises his stick to try to get out of the way. And yeah. lo and behold, the stick raised and the, the, the fist is what clips Achari in the face, and that's what caused it, right? Uh, it, unintentional, yeah. right? Obviously, clearly, but I think should Still have been a penalty, a penalty right? It and the doesn't ref get was looking like the ref was looking right at it. Mm-hmm. Like that is a decision to not call that, and I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. And then the fact, okay, like the fact that Keith reamed him out, like reamed the refs out, and yeah. then like seconds later, the next ref yeah, we'll, happened. We'll talk with Aaron Brock then because that's some bullshit it, it yeah um, it was horrendous right because they they yeah. clearly had an eye on it and this the second part that you were mentioned as well that was your uh yarn getting a goalie interference call right yarn got tangled up with um brady shea um yarn tries to drive the nets uh once he realizes there's no play to be made he pulls off and starts to slow down and he, he gets to a stop right but brady shea a carolina player pushes and shoves him into their own goaltender right and and yeah the refs had the best seats in the house on this right they were right there watching this go down they're right beside um the goaltender to see this happen and they thought hey that's still goaltender interference i mean kernkrok had his skates completely sideways yeah i, the, I don't know what else you can do question. in that situation it's without question he tried to stop yeah and was pushed in like it i don't know what they were looking at and that's what pisses me off because like you know it's a 3-1 game at that point. The Carolina Hurricanes have not got a power play yet. We've had one. And um, and Keith just yelled at the refs. Like, it's hard to look at that sequence and not be like, this is either game management or it's them trying to teach Keith a lesson. Or <laughs> Like, otherwise, you're just incompetent and you shouldn't be refing in the NHL. Like, they were looking at it. We saw in the replays... Both times, a ref was staring at it. So, like, it's... I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Like, it, it makes me speechless. You know, it, it's a joke. Like, this league is so stupid. And, and the refs rightfully got booed after that whole <laughs> bullshit sequence. And I love the narrative um, around the rest of the, the league where uh, it seems like the Leafs have the the refs on payroll and the the, the calls are always going the least yeah, way it's Sutter's ridiculous comments. yeah you remember that yeah it, it's it, it's ridiculous come on just look it's, at this game and it's not just this one game in general there's been multiple games we've chirped about this a lot throughout the season and past seasons as well this has been a concern uh for a long time i mean game over fans you guys know uh you guys can see it firsthand how frustrated we get because it's it's infuriating like they, they, yeah. there's no um there's no symbolism of 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 sense like it, it just doesn't make sense in that in that situation like what as the ref what are you looking for to see Zardu differently to not get that call like seriously what, what do you do 
He's completely yeah. sideways. He's trying to put his weight forward, and a Carolina defender shoves him into the goaltender. Yeah, there's nothing he can do, and it's like I don't know. It sucks because you can't even say anything. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like on on the ice, they can't say anything because yeah. then the refs are just gonna spite them. Well, I mean, uh, Keith had a, a couple of jabs over there. He was like, yeah, "There's like, four I, of you on the ice, and neither of you or none of you saw." I mean, before ridiculous, the second right? period started, Keith was talking to the refs, and then look at the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. We didn't get a single call after that, and Carolina got two more power plays, and I don't know. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit it's ridiculous like i i don't know man i like i hate talking about it because it's so like over talked about but it's getting to a point it's like especially this game it was horribly officiated and you know what infuriates me more is like when we talked about like how there's this some sort of narrative that the leafs have the refs in their pocket like you know when sutter talked about it and several nhl uh coaches or players have talked about it before and you see other fans talk about it. And it's like, what are you watching? Like, what are you watching? There's not even a stat that you can point to. Like, every stat points to the opposite. You know, the Leafs have been consistently lower on the power play opportunities. We're the only team to not have a five-on-three opportunity this season at all. And uh, this is courtesy from uh, Willie Goat Gruff on Twitter. No other team has gone 67 games without a five v- five-on-three power play since the stat has been publicly available in 2009 the only other team that has gone zero was the new york islanders in the 2020 shortened season which was 56 games Mm -hmm. so we are setting new ground and i'm not saying that you know that's anti-leafs bias that could purely be coincidence but it's ridiculous like it's absolutely ridiculous to be like yeah the refs are biased for the leaves like it absolutely infuriates me every time i see that it's ridiculous i can't stand it oh god yeah well even uh, the bunting hold at the end in the third period mm-hmm. like, it's soft soft yeah exactly um and you can see i mean the 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 hurricanes were were really frustrated towards the end of the, <laughs> towards the end over there they had a, a aho got a little bit had a little bit of shenanigans going on uh getting a, oh, yeah, a shot off late stick, and whatnot yeah. so tempers are flaring um matthew or uh sorry yeah uh kayla bird in chat said that czar got the belt um just want to quickly say that fantastic deserved it deserved it yeah yeah and also the penalty kill today Mm -hmm. like you know speaking on the three power plays the penalty kill was insane like even lafferty got a a really solid shorthanded chance i thought the penalty kill was absolutely excellent they like they stepped up Mm -hmm. today and you know carolina's not a easy team to play against yeah you know they're one of the i think they're one of the few teams that are ahead of us in the standings actually so Mm -hmm. like yeah just a really hard fought win i i really liked the leafs game tonight yeah, Carolina is is second in the league right now and uh uh five points ahead of uh ahead of the Leafs. Yeah, it's a, a fantastic game and the Leafs they were coming off of a rough or they're coming into this game uh with a rough march. Yeah. Exactly. They haven't had the best uh the best march, I guess, um in general or the best month. But um after this game they're going to be on a five game road trip, so what better way than to get a, a decisive win here at home for the Leafs in in their St. Bad's jerseys, right? Um, it's it's all great to see. And what what do you think about Samsonov? Because uh, he's back there and he lets that 
that shaky goal up first uh that was that uh that was to put the carolina hurricanes uh their first goal i believe the leafs were ahead two to one at that yeah, point the right? first first goal was definitely weak yeah but... that brady shea again brady shea we keep mentioning his name uh but it just like slips past him other than that though i mean he was excellent he yeah he made a couple fantastic saves one of them was a great stretch and save in that second yeah period. against aho on the partial break he gets the right pad out very mm-hmm. quickly yeah i thought uh samsonov was excellent and he is now 18 two and two at home uh not only should he be the starter in the playoffs but uh i think it's time we re-sign him before Ooh. that number goes <laughs> up too high he's an rfa so obviously we have time but mm-hmm. uh you know, if we have playoff success with him in net, I'm afraid of that cap hit. So, uh, yeah, I, he, yeah, he's excellent. He's been excellent this season, and it's insane that Washington just let him go for free. You know, they had his rights, and you know, but what are you gonna do? I I love it. You know, 1.8 million. That's pennies, amazing value. pennies on the dollar. Yeah. yeah. It's fantastic his contract, but before you jump to sign him quickly, I mean, we remember last year we were talking about this with Campbell, right? He was he looking like he was getting up but there. Campbell in the had race one and then, good month, huh? And then he, he had one. Oh, we were but during that like, month. I remember we had our own podcast at that point, and we were talking oh, yeah, about we were talking calling about for the Vesna. <laughs> Vesna signed him before he gets too much and before he gets the Vesna. Well, you know, and you saw what happened this year. I mean, they're struggling big time. I mean, we're Leaf fans, and of course we're reactionary. What can I say? <laughs> hey, I will say one thing, though. Yeah. Uh, I want to speak to you. Like, you know, the Leafs have gone on a bit of a skid since the trade deadline. And, yeah. and two losses in a row. Mm-hmm. And this could have been our third. But I've been very impressed this year. I love year, you say this could have been a third when we won the game 5-2. to two No, no, but well. that's what I mean. I, I'm leading into something. Okay. I've been very impressed with this team's ability to not go on any sort of losing streak. You know, since November 1st, uh-huh. we are the only team I love to how you, you casually, like, discredit the beginning of the season where we were on a disgusting Yeah, because yeah, they were shit in the beginning. Yeah. That's my point. Like, okay. since, since, like, the first... 12 games or whatever since uh-huh. we went on that horrible five game losing streak mm-hmm. we were the only team to not go three games in a row with losing okay and i've been just even boston has done that and obviously boston's insane i'm not going to even imply that the leafs are better right now like boston went on one three game losing streak one time in the season and that was like the only time they've lost back to back in general mm-hmm. but i've been very impressed with this team's ability to kind of bounce back after you know games where you know things don't go your way whatever it may be it might be a blowout but they they bounce back pretty well so it's it's scary because it's giving me confidence heading into the playoffs which i don't like i don't like expectation and also the leafs haven't been shut out this year and they've uh they haven't been shut out in 131 games which is also insane Mm -hmm. you you know what i gotta say to that all the most of the games that we're losing are against bottom tier teams. How many games in a row oh, are we going me. against against teams that are in the Bedard sweepstakes? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really the case. I mean, most of the losses that we see this season are are against like Bedard sweepstakes teams, right? Um, yeah. So I I think like it's it's fantastic seeing them bounce back. There's the games that they lose. It's like. Yeah, that sucks. It sucks in the moment, but you know the team's better than than what they played. I think that's like the sentiment that I usually get around their losses. It's not really yeah. that, oh, they they played a good game, but they just got 
they just got beat by a better team. It's more so they got they lost to themselves. That's that's what yeah, I'm they get in their thinking. way quite a bit. Exactly. And- and that does worry me, but it's it's the ability to come back out the next game and forget about the previous one that I don't think this team had in previous years. Yeah. Like I feel like that's a new thing. Like I, I, and this is just based on feeling. I don't have any stats in front of me to like prove this, but just based on feeling on previous seasons, I remember going through these like skids of just horrible play where it's like three four games in a row where the Leafs look awful and now it's like okay they look awful and they're inconsistent game to game but it's not this like three game stretch where it's just complete shit at least since November I think a large portion that is you you also have to give credit to um uh to get to Dubas and company right they've done a pretty good job of of fielding a very all-rounded um good team right we're not really dependent on our our top four um to to just win us games at this point right uh we've seen matthews he has stepped back from last year's atrocious like goal scoring pace that he was on just getting everything was going to the back of the net and uh even with marner having a ton of points but um i think we have a lot more depth i mean look at our our bottom six our bottom six i think we finally yeah, yeah, we finally hit on something um, that we can we can rely on consistently, and I think Keith um, sees that. Hey, this is the the bottom six that we're going forward with, and even our defensive core, right? We don't have uh, we're not in a situation where we we have a line or two that are are great, or a parent or two that are great, and then the the last is is atrocious either, right? Um, we're seeing some some good players come into our system and and some good grit, right? I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, size is also sandpaper to it. Yeah, Shen. Oh my God, Shen. What? A oh, first making his game, first, like first game, back game back in over a yeah. decade. Yeah. Did you hear the Luke uh, champ on that hit on like, Aho? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was beautiful. Hit. That was a classic Shen hit, though, eh? Yeah. Just, I mean, yeah. Drop down low, stick the butt out, and <laughs> get it. Yeah. It was. It was but, classic Shen. What's it? Yeah. Like, like you said, like it's it's good that we have like. I think the hole right now, the hole that this team has is with secondary scoring right now. Mm-hmm. Like our bottom six is great in the sense that you never have to shelter them. You can put them up against any competition and they will fare well because defensively they are extremely sound. Mm-hmm. Like every single player that we have acquired is extremely responsible with the puck, which is very nice. You know, we don't have like a Casperi Kapanen situation where he'll make a boneheaded play uh, and just, you know, it's in the back of your own net, right? You don't have to shelter anyone, which is amazing, especially into the playoffs because you can win the matchup game very easily if you can actually play your bottom six against top competition and leave your top six to, you know, score some goals. But um, I got curious about this, and it's specifically about Dubas. Okay. What is the playoff success required for him to get extended in your eyes? Like, what is required? So are you asking lose... what, what I think the the main office wants to see or what i want to see personally both okay um then i'll break it off into two right for me i think he already gets gets resigned regardless because i think he's done a fantastic job not only in in finding some value out of um non i guess first round or high high end picks he's he's had some great luck uh picking picking some good players and 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 getting some guys yeah, that, that are undrafted as well been... yeah he he's been drafting very well he's he's developing the prospects and and a time where we don't really have much uh i I guess available to us and what was the biggest concern that we saw or the biggest um 
hate or, or sentiment that we saw towards Dubis in previous seasons. That he didn't go for it, right? This season, he clearly went for it. We got some good and uh, good pickups and some really great, uh, uh, great players that can contribute. Um, this season, as well as like McCabe, we picked him up for for three more years, right? On a, a great contract because yeah, they McCabe is a yeah they great contract exactly exactly because there's retained salary on there as well. Um, I think Dubas deserves to get re-upped right now. It doesn't matter. I mean, he's invaluable, so, and I can see him easily going to another team and doing fantastic things. Now, I will say though, the rest of uh, a, a lot of other Leafs fans, and I can completely see their point of view as well. Um, I think they're looking for not only a, a a first round win, but also a second round win. Second round win, yeah. Yeah. If we lose in the first round, and it's tight, and it's exactly like last season, and it goes to Game Seven, and we lose, yeah. Are you still resigning in the second round? Yeah. Oh no, in the first round. In the first round, if we lose in the first round again to Tampa, Game Seven, same thing as last year. Tight series, just goes to seven, and we lose. Listen, I already said I personally would resign him. A lot of others, though, and I, I, I don't disagree with you, or I, I can't, um, I can't be too mad with your decision. But I, I know a lot of people will be calling for his head, and unfortunately, like it's just a thing where you're, he can't go out there and play the game on the ice for them, right? If you yeah, look at like, the actual you can lineup, do so much as a general manager. exactly. And if we look at the lineup, they should be competitive. They should be winning that series against Tampa, right? Tampa. They are also kind of skinned, I'd say, here and there. They've had a ton of wear on them. Like, going to, to the finals, like, what is it, like three seasons three years in a row? row? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like, it's not easy on your players, right? So they're going to be wary and they're going to be tired for sure. It's going to catch up to you eventually. Um, at the end of the day, it comes down to the players, not Dubas. Dubas has done a great but, job setting up the team around these players. What more can he do? My question is, okay, let's say... You know, if it's about, whatever, sandpaper, defense, there's only so much Dubas can do with that. He's committed to that. He's gotten acquisitions based on that. Yeah. And, you know, to me, like, if that's the reason we have a downfall, there's not much he can do. But my question is, what if it comes down to secondary scoring on the wing? Because that's something that we did not really address Mm -hmm. in the trade deadline. Mm -hmm. Like Ryan O'Reilly withstanding, of course, he's... Scoring threat. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> um, like Ryan Riley, yeah, 100%. But for example, we're going with an 11 7 right now. Mm-hmm. And a large reason to that is because our forward depth isn't particularly great. If Achari and Ryan O'Reilly go down, yeah. we would need two of uh, Bobby McMahon, Pontus Holmberg, or Alex Steves, or potentially Matthew Nyes if he's ready. None of those guys have played a full NHL season mm-hmm. ever, yeah. right? So you're you're relying on depth that uh, is what I would say is like untested in the playoffs, you know? Mm-hmm. So if it comes down to that and a couple guys get injured in the first round and we don't get scoring depth, it's sort of on Dubas. Now, I'm not saying he should be fired based on that, but I am saying that that is a responsibility in a whole that can potentially be exposed yeah and it would be on dubis in that case but so then i was thinking about this and i was like oh yeah you know i think i'd fire dubis or i think (laughs) i wouldn't extend dubis if that were to happen Mm -hmm. you know if you know a couple forwards go down we can't find any sort of scoring depth you know like the Tavares injury for example against montreal and we lose because of that but then i was like okay i don't extend dubis 
what do I do now? Because I was thinking about it. What GM is available that is better than Dubas? And I was going through the list, and it's no one. Like, it is legitimately no one. I don't know who you would hire. Like, I was going through it, and it's like, okay, you can go to the guy that he was competing with, Mark Hunter. But we've seen his drafting now, like his 2016-2017 drafting, and it's shit Mm -hmm. other than the first-round picks. It's garbage. Like, we didn't get a single solitary good player. So I don't like that. And then you might go an internal hire, like maybe promoting Brandon Pridham, Brian Hardy, maybe even Haley Wickenheiser. That would be dope. But again, these are guys who are in the organization already. They have the same organizational mindset. And none of them have GM'd an NHL team before. Mm-hmm. Again, an unknown quantity. And then the rest of the guys are f- guys who were fired for a reason. Like, what are you going to do? Hire Peter Chiarelli? He's shit. Like, and you also have Philly that looks that's looking for a GM. So I was like thinking about it, and there's like maybe a couple guys, like maybe a John Chaka who was, you know, a GM under really weird circumstances that I think is still an unknown quantity, or a Jeff Gordon who I think is decent as well. But I was like, for the people who are already decided, like Dubis should not be the GM anymore. Who do you want? <laughs> like, who are you looking for that is available? Because like, there's. There's a reason they're not on an NHL team. You have to kind of pick out of guys who aren't proven. One quick thing. I love how someone in chat mentioned Jason Spezza. Fantastic idea. (laughs) Honestly, like, I don't know how much he's learned in this year, but I'd be very impressed if he could GM immediately. But, you know, you you never know. Yeah, okay. So um, I think the bigger question uh, or the bigger thing in that situation is um, whoever they get, even if they stick with Dubas, are they going to let them do their job, right? Because we saw in that cadre trade, um, Dubas wanted to go with, for Tyson Berry at that situation. Uh, or sorry, not Tyson Berry, TJ Brody in that situation. And no, no, but that was cadre. Cadre next that. It yeah, wasn't the exactly. organization. Uh, ooh, yeah, that was him. But there, there was times, I can't remember exactly the situation where... It was with the... Um... Who, who was it where the, the upper management said no to that situation? Yeah, I do. You remember, you remember there was about. there was one. Help us out in chat there if was you a guys time, remember. Yeah. But there was a time where no, it was it was firing Babcock. Babcock. There was also the... there was also trade. I remember there were there were some situations with with trades being next because upper management had had a particular say in certain things, right? Um, yeah. But but regardless, um, I think that's another concern. Like, are they going to let them do their job, or are they going to force their hand in different situations? Right. Yeah. Um, because let's say if Dubas had the, the, the full reins and, and got to do what he wanted with the lineup, maybe we'd be in a different position than we are right now, right? Um, it, it really depends. It really, I think a bigger thing is having faith in your in your organization to make the right decisions um, and, and live by the decisions that they, that they make, right? Yeah. And I think this year is, I think Dubas really got the, the reins this year. And to me, that's kind of telling that the organization kind of sees this as a as a do or die kind of year, um, and he's gonna have his te- his work cut out for him because well, I mean, he had his work cut out I mean, for he's him. Already, he's so already now he's gonna yeah, yeah, now he's gonna have to pray and hope that the team does and, their job. Yeah, yeah. yeah what else can you do in this situation? In the playoffs. But also, you you mentioned like getting some more um, up forward, right? The problem is we don't we, we really didn't have much space on the cap, right? Yeah, we didn't have a ton of cap. We yeah. There we, was we a made very... a get in get in O'Reilly and, and getting all the players that we got 
Dubas had to play around with, <laughs> with yep. the cap. A lot of retention. And we also had had one extra roster spot, which allows for... Um, I think we still have that roster Very spot nice. where nice can come up. Yeah, yeah exactly. So he's he's done the most of the, a situation that's pretty crappy, right? There, But there was a strong commitment to acquiring very defensive players in that trade deadline, mm-hmm. which I'm fine with. Like, I'm totally okay with it. The only thing that I worry about is if an injury happens, especially to one of our top four. Yeah. And, you know, we saw what that can do in the Montreal series where, you know, Tavares goes down and everyone says, well, if Tavares didn't go down, we could have won that series and mm-hmm. most likely would have. Mm-hmm. But that's not something you can control, right? And we have a shitload of defensive depth. If two of our D-men go down, we will be fine. We have like nine NHL defensemen. Mm -hmm. But if two of our forwards go down, are we going to be fine? I don't know. Was was the commitment to getting so many defensemen and... Like I like that's the thing. I don't know how they value See, guys can, like Bobby McMahon. The thing or is, you Fontes can kind of say the same thing with our like. Let's say if instead of getting like, I don't know, instead of getting Gustafson, McCabe, or, or whatnot, right? Instead of uh going after and getting some guys in our depth on a D, they got some forwards instead. Then you'd be looking at a situation where let's say if Geo goes down or Brody goes down or Riley goes down, like who are you gonna bring up, right? Um, yeah, but it's it's the amount of extras you have. Like we have three, exactly, arguably four extras with uh, Jordy Ben as well on the defensive side. <laughs> Are you going to bring bringing back Jordy Ben though? <laughs> to, to, no, to no, I'm just us? saying like that's if three D men go down. Yeah, yeah, at the same time. Uh-huh. Like that's ridiculous. Whereas like on the offensive side, we don't really have any. Like there's Wayne Simmons, there's Bobby McMahon, mm-hmm. there's um, uh, Pontus Holmberg, who I think would be the first call up. There's, uh, who else? Bobby's Alex been playing Steves, pretty good but, so far, too, eh? Mm, Did, hasn't he had, like, a fantastic... He, since going down to the Marlies, I think he's been playing fantastic, too. Who, Bobby, Bobby McMahon? McMahon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's excellent on the Marlies. Yeah. And he was, he was great with the Leafs, too. Like, I'm not really worried about them too much in terms of, like, the offensive side, mm-hmm. but in the sense that, like, they sort of need to be sheltered a bit. Yeah. You know, because they're, like... They haven't had a ton of NHL time. You know, you don't just throw the guys to the wolves. Pontus Holmberg withstanding, I think he's been excellent. But even him, when he was put into the top six during that Tavares injury back before we had Ryan O'Reilly, like it it was a rough showing for him, at least the first game. Like it requires some level of, you know, getting used to it and Mm -hmm. and sheltering. And that's what I worry about. We don't have a ton of guys in the depth of our forward outside of the top 12 that you can really rely on, you know, like we said with the bottom six where you can put them in any situation and they'd succeed. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the main worry I have. And it's not a huge thing. Like at the end of the day, I think you do need more defensemen because I think they tend to get injured easier, especially, you know, with the last two seasons, Muzzin going down and unfortunately not even playing anymore. Like, you know, he was such an important part to our losses, our first round losses, not having him in those game sevens. Yeah. That, like, you know, I can understand, like, you know, we need more defensemen. We need more guys who we can rely on on the back end and stuff like that. But, yeah, it, it, I'm just interested to see where it goes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I have full faith in the team. I think the forward group, like you mentioned, is the 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 weak point, right? There There is a lack of depth there. But I do want to mention, like, in the previous seasons, yeah, we've had injuries like Tavares, you mentioned going down. But 
the rest of our forwards did had had bad series as well. It wasn't like they were um they were contributing and then they just um got outplayed by a team that had more depth than them or or a team that just was was better on paper. It was the team lost to themselves. They the the forwards were not playing up to their potential. You can't take out Tavares out and then have the rest of our our forward our, our forward group just collapse. Right, they they were yeah, they were playing playing bad, and that that's a huge factor that contributed to it. And in this situation, like let's say if if one of our guys goes down, you still have Matthews, Marner, like Bunton. We have Tavares, we have O'Reilly, we have Neilan. Like th- these are big players that that will and can and should show up. Right, in the case that one of them gets injured, you kind of have to hope that the rest of the guys pulls their sleeves up and and does something and and actually contributes right you can't keep babying these guys like in previous seasons it wasn't the fact that that injuries or one guy going down killed us it was the fact that these guys got mentally boomed and they could not score for the life of them right mentally boomed yeah well am i wrong in that situation like they they got mentally boomed i agree right yeah and i think this season like if you have injuries sucks Pick up your yeah, pants and, you know, and do something. After the um, trade deadline, Matthews did have a comment being like, you know, like they've shown faith in us and it's up to us now to get over the edge. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the mindset yep. you have to have. Like, you know, it's um, it's on the players now. Like, I, I do think Dubis has done such a great job uh, to get this team ready for playoffs. Yep. I'm just curious to see where this goes. And especially for Dubis's job's sake. <laughs> I hope we win around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't have a lot more time before uh, we get the answer, right? Um, this is game 68. 69 is going to be tomorrow. Hey, funny. <laughs> 69 is going to be tomorrow. <laughs> We're clearly mature over here. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm 25. <laughs> Oh god. Okay. Well, regardless, <laughs> we're getting there towards the end of the season. We don't have a lot of time. Uh, but that's kind of the fun of it. I'm kind of excited to get this season or this regular season over and finally get get to the playoffs. Right? We've known our competition yeah. for a while. We've uh, we've had some time to to kind of get some synergy going with the the group that we've uh, we've recreated during this off season or during this uh, this. Um, uh, trade deadline because there was a lot of pieces that were moved yeah. now it really comes down to just performing right get this so energy I, get healed I up i came back from india and it's like a completely different team yeah i was gonna ask you about that that's hilarious <laughs> i was like like scrolling at like 3 a.m being like oh my god engval got traded sandine got traded holy shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was, it was an interesting time you literally went to the worst time possible. I know, literally the on the flight, Ryan O'Reilly came to the least. <laughs> I literally landed and I was like, "Oh, wow!" Yeah. I guess I'm staying up for the game. <laughs> and they they got shelled that game too. So no, 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 they won that game. No, no, I think they lost that game. That was the uh, game the that Riley, Riley had a had a minus two. Yeah, I remember. Um, I'm pretty sure they uh, they lost that game. That was the one where we had a uh, we had Sid six zero on. Um, I'm pretty sure that oh, was yeah. a loss. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a loss. We can look back on that. But uh, yeah, I mean, tomorrow we're going to be playing off against the Senators, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're playing off against Sense. the Sens and tomorrow. Matt Murray's hopefully not going to get injured pregame and he could finally pre-game. play against the Sens. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. And uh, we'll see how the Leafs play in, in the back t- the second half of a back-to-back, right? You're playing against the Sens team that uh, 
um, that you should be beating um, every day of the week. <laughs> so, uh, and they're also on a four-game we'll loss streak too. So, the Leafs, <laughs> the Leafs should be should be uh, should be right in in there. Everything and, uh, points to that, but you know how this goes. So. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But yeah, I we'll see how Happy the game goes. It's going to be fun. Today was a was a fantastic um, stop to to a losing streak. St. Pat's, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out! Hope you guys have a fantastic I have. It's my day. beer league jersey. Uh, it still smells of sweat because I wore it yesterday. Let's see it. Pull it up. Let's see. The goons. That is the worst logo. <laughs> it's a beer league team. Why do you guys have the a ga- goon? The goons. I don't know. I, I joined the team late, and I was given this jersey, so it's number fifty-three. Yeah, which you is not better a hope. Number. You better hope Nintendo doesn't goons. see that shit and like bans your asses. <laughs> All right, we're going to end it off there. Um, <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you guys have a fantastic uh, fantastic evening and uh, hope you celebrate uh, St. Patty's Day safely, of course. Uh, but yeah, enjoy the rest of your nights. That's going to do it here from us. Be sure to tune in tomorrow where the Leafs play against the Senators. Hopefully, they can keep the winds rolling. But as always, you'll be you can find out uh, and and get your post game coverage here on SDPN uh, for Game Over Toronto. Good night, everyone. Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.